Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I am Phil. I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. love the music of that intro not the music music but the music of the words the musicality of the words mm. the sing-song nature hmm. sing-song sounds is sing-song racist <laughs> sing-song sounds sing you hate, hate sing-song or you hate the sound of the music of both okay I agree. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, last episode, we talked about the Mustangs a lot. <laughs> and Phil sure. has made some decisions since then. We found a bridge for him to buy. And what is it, Phil? It is the Wilkinson. Just don't be shy. It's just the Wilkinson. It is the, <laughs> it Wilkinson. Is the cutaway Wilkinson compensated bridge brass saddles fits telly do they have one without compensated saddles um compensated means the those cuts right yeah because mm -hmm. because we were just thinking it, it mean it makes it have a sharper edge that it has to the string has to go over hmm. i mean it's not like sharp sharp but it's not as round as yeah something rounded saddle but don't worry. I don't think that's a reason not to get it. No, because you can just get different saddles if you want to. What does that cost? <laughs> don't Very worry about it. Phil. it I'm, you guys. It'll work just fine even if you don't do it. Phil, but you it, are a gainfully employed adult male. You have a swimming pool. You, you, $10 is not going to kill you. Are those surf 90s? Are those actual like humbuckers? The surf 90? I don't know. It has two. It appears to have two pole pieces. I. It's hard to I say because I don't know. <laughs> because I know they have like they have the dream 90 and then they have the dream 180, which is a pickup. <laughs> which is the humbucker. It's like a dual P90. Yeah. So it seems like the surf, it'd be called surf 180. Maybe if it was a humbucker, you know, charge eight two rods of no stagger to them. Hmm. Anyways, write in and tell us. Oh, so here's what I think it is. It's not, but it's instead of the screws themselves are not magnetized. But the screws adjust those poles that are next to them. Really? Yeah, so you turn the screw and that adjusts the height of the pole. Interesting. That's what I'm thinking because it says something about their elevator system for adjusting the rod magnets. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So they put that all into one humbucker-sized pickup, which is kind of cool. Yeah. 
It's based on a Dynasonic, I guess. The Diarmond Dynasonic pickups. Interesting. Hmm. We found them full and firm, but decidedly vintage. Those dual lipstick ones look so ridiculous. It's kind of wild. So The dual lipstick ones are cool. Okay, pick guard wise, Guitar Fetish doesn't have anything for Mustangs. Uh-huh. No, you'll we'll have to go with like cuz I don't even is that even a standard Mustang pick guard? Oh, is it not? I think shape-wise it is. Is I don't know if it's like the same size as a standard Mustang pick guard. But that's where you'd go to like Reverb or something. Yeah. Okay. Or you could go to Pick Guardian. Ooh. But I don't What's know. that boutique place that makes all the fancy looking pick guards? Oh, you're thinking of uh, the Deco Boom. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's not going to be a standard Mustang pick guard because Mustangs have like the switches above the pickups. Yeah, they're in the pick guard. So I think that's what I was saying. Like the outline, the shape of it is the same, I think, but the cutouts are going to be different from yeah. a standard one. Hmm. Okay. But here, look, they have it. Deco Boom. It's only twenty eight bucks. That's not. That's way less than I thought. Oh. Like if you get their crazy ones, they're a lot. But they have like a mint, mint black look mint. This. So I buy for twenty eight bucks. I might I buy that. Guards. Oh, that's a P ninety on route, eBay though. before. So you check out this. There's like an eBay listing for. Replacement pit guard for Squire Bullet Mustang HH. Oh, nice. You Which must be that? the same. That's the same one we have, isn't it? A Squire Bullet HH, yeah. So yeah, and this has a bunch of different colors you can choose from on this on this eBay listing. So I think we'll be able to find some cool pit guards. Yeah, I think so too. And really all I want is like a basic color dude I can, you can get basic. one silk red mirror <laughs> red mirror That's what oh, man. <laughs> that's awesome that is intense yeah so maybe we'll have to we'll have to look at that this has pictures for every single one and there's like 30 there's like a million sparkle options <laughs> oh sparkle yeah, Red Mirror would be pretty awesome. You're on eBay? Yeah, Red 3-ply. I'll send you a listing. Which red probably... Mirror sounds insane. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, so... I like the black, white, black. Let us know what we should do. Oh, those are let, 38 bucks. Let me know what I should do. Because I'm kind of lost. <laughs> Have you considered our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> I haven't. Didn't even occur to me. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even occur to me. Uh, oh, man, anyway. I must put, put my hand through my fan, my ceiling fan. Oof, don't do that. Oh, I kind of like this single humbucker one. Maybe I'll just get a single humbucker. 
Dude, so we we uh, I went and played with my band the other night. Oh, can I ask you a quick question before you move on? Yes. If you get covered humbuckers, they're not going to fit in those routes, right? Uh, they should. Because there's like a little breathing room around these. Humbuckers. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah, they should fit, I think. So I have to extol the virtues of... I've just been using my little mini pedal board lately. Mm-hmm. And I freaking love the Strymon what's it called oh the iridium iridium i really so, think i'm going to get one of those for my birthday that's my so plan. nice being able to just dial it in on the fly mm-hmm. if you want to and every control is like there you can see them all there's no menus to go through and like it's very easy to dial in a sound that you like so like i don't i don't even have my faves like foot switch with me, which uh-huh. will let me choose a bunch of different presets right. that I saved. But even just my favorite, my favorite setting on the pedal is a clean one, meaning like the, with the built-in favorite switch. And then mm. I just had like a driven Marshall sound on the other one, and I was oh, able nice. to switch between them and dial it in on the fly. It was really nice. And the like the dirt when it's overdriven, that sounds cool. Still, yeah. It when it, get, it, it was getting a little bit noisy, but I wasn't sure if like, because I haven't seen that when I'm playing at home, so I don't know if uh-huh. I just had like dirty power there or something like that. Hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's yeah, and I like I really like the and especially the Vox sound with just like medium gain uh-huh. sounds so good. When you when you have it like. So I know when it's clean, it supposedly takes like overdrive pedals really well, but when it's like overdriven, does it respond similarly to an amp if you like put another overdrive in front of it or like a fuzz or something? I don't know. Probably. I, I haven't. I mean, I it still sounds good. It doesn't sound like I haven't like messed weird. around with it a ton to like oh. dial it in or whatever, but yeah, yeah it yeah. still sounds good with drive pedals ahead of it. Nice. That sounds cool. I super want one of those. Yeah, you should get one especially because I play at church a lot now okay. um, and they have like, like right in, a lot of times I'm running an amp off stage and listening to in-ears anyway. Yeah. So if I had that where I could like fully control it at my feet, I think that would be way better. And you could just run headphones out of the headphone jack. Yeah. If you wanted to. Well, I wouldn't be able to hear anything else if I did that. You don't need to hear anything else. You need to hear the guitar, man. It's true. <laughs> but yeah it would be like i could test things out there and like it'd be a lot easier yeah yeah then like oh i need more volume let me run backstage or i need less drive let me you know yeah it's not really plus if it sounds cool i'm i'd be into that too and it seems like do you use it with headphones a lot at home yeah nice the only the and the only downside of that is that the headphone jack is on the bottom of the pedal, like not the like bottom, by your... like against the pedal board. Yeah, like down by the foot bottom. of it. And so if you have pedals below it, oh, that's weird. You have to like, I I ended up buying just like this little six inch headphone dongle that has a right angle connector on the one side. 
Uh-huh. Do you just leave it plugged in all the time? No. But I, the so, other pedals below room. it aren't close enough yeah. that I can't get it in there. But my headphones just have like this super long, you know, non-right angle connector on them. Is there anything else down there or just the headphone jack? Just the headphones. That's kind of why it's annoying. Weird. That's so odd. Seems like an odd place for it. But I mean, I'm sure it has to do with whatever's inside. Like the layout of the board or something. Yeah. I and I mean, part of it, I guess, has to do with how they build the pedals because they don't have anything on the sides, I don't think. Yeah, because I think that's like that. everything's attached to the top and then the sides Usually. are just like a base plate that comes off. Yeah, exactly. But I, I guess it's kind of cool to have it on the bottom because, like, if you yeah, are it's facing you, yeah, if you're sitting there, like, the your headphones aren't wrapped around us. anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it's the right place to put it, but that's just the downside yeah. of putting it there. Yeah. And the other big down, well, I don't know that it's a big downside. I've never had any issues with it, but that's because I'm not running all the way back to a mixer. Mm. Um, is oh, it's stereo too. It's not a balanced output, which is a bummer. So if you were running it like to a PA, would you just put it through a DI or what? Yeah. Or like you, you might be fine not running it through a DI, but you, it, it would be more prone to have RFI. And, and you'd have to run like a really long instrument cable. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, yeah I super want one. DI. But I mean, in a lot of situations where you're playing on a stage, they would just like have DIs there anyways. I right. Think. Yeah, for sure. For like keyboard and anything else or whatever. So yeah, I, I really like it and I haven't it's 400. I haven't regretted selling the stomp and getting that. Oh, you sold the stomp. I didn't forgot about that. Yeah. And you like this more as an amp modeler, just because it's so much easier to interact with. I think okay. it takes pedals better too, in my opinion, but, and I think that's a common, commonly held opinion. But Did you, were you using like a lot of the effects on the stomp or were you just using no, it as an that's amp? that's part of why I got rid of it. Yeah. I mean, I would do some like delays and some other weird stuff, but uh-huh. I wasn't, the, the problem is there's like not a great, if I was doing it all the time and was very used to it, I'm sure you could do it quickly on the fly. Yeah. There's there's not a quick way to just get into it and make changes really quickly. So either you have to like know exactly what you want to do ahead of time and set up a preset uh-huh. or just look like an idiot trying to adjust it on the fly, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like an idiot. So. I cuz I had thought about getting something like the Stomp or even the Pod Go, but then I was like I have a lot of effects pedals that I like, and I feel like I wouldn't use the effects portion of yeah, it. Yeah, totally. See the pod go to make like, it worth I, it. I would get a pod go over a stomp at this point because it's all like it's kind of a more fixed architecture where every yeah. patch has the same types of effects in the same order, and like on the screen you can see which ones are turned on, turned on, and which ones are turned off. You know. And yeah, maybe I'm just a simpleton, but it isn't uh, like people say that's a downside that you can't switch around the pedal order and stuff like that. And it's like, nah, yeah, I think it just depends on what you're trying to accomplish. They put them in the right order for me. So (laughs) yeah, I'm fine with that. And you can't like, oh, you can't have four different phasers on one patch at the same time. It's like, yeah, I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) That suits me fine. (laughs) 
and it's a cool like it's a really good form factor clint got one uh-huh. and uh yeah it's it's a really cool pedal the pod go yeah nice line six man crushing some it. good stuff they're okay what if i got um what if i got AIDS? one of those oh <laughs> no are you teacher's uh, aid I would still, I would still love you. <laughs> what if I got one of those? Uh... What teachers' aids is? <laughs> is that what teachers' aids is? <laughs> what if I got a pick guard made out of a record? I would laugh at you. Thing? Why? Would you also start wearing a beanie indoors? <laughs> I feel I like pick guards made out of records are for people who don't actually play guitar. Yeah. Why? Because they just seem like they're like wall art. They look like decoration. I don't think they're actually like a good medium for a pick guard. Oh, why? Scratchy and hard. And like, I don't know. I feel like you wouldn't be able to get an edge on there that wasn't going to like cut the crap out of you. Yeah. Well, if I do it, that's true. But I think even if it was beveled, just because there's, it's like such a fibrous material, I don't think you could get like a smooth edge on it and it seems, it seems also it just seems kind of douchey to me yeah plus like what record are you going to use i if just you... found it i was looking for mustang pick pick guards on etsy uh oh, and there's somebody yeah. who's doing if you did like a bg's album or something then i'd be on board with it yeah it would <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't be cool if it was like something cool but that's the thing. It's like you either have a dumb record on there or you have like a cool record and then it's like, why'd you destroy that cool record? <laughs> no, it has to be a dumb record. That's the. That's what I'm saying. But then you have a dumb record on your guitar. Yeah. yeah. It's the, it's the like, why do you have that dumb record on your guitar? Because it's, it's funny. It's a classic. It's a classic what you have to get is like a weird record that's like unknown. I mean, you don't have to. Oh, dude. Look at this guy on Reddit who did a... $50 makeover on his bullet Mustang. Well, this one's only... Are you looking at this 1699 one from Victor Tanya Dennis? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> Victor Tanya Dennis. You could get Injustice for All. They have all these records you can choose from. You can so, get one that says Harm the Homeless. So honestly, I was thinking... <laughs> no. I was thinking it should be the record's black and then the I was just looking at the the labels that were red. Yeah. Which ones are red? Here you go. Urban Urban Heap. Uriah Heap. Sorry. <laughs> I had to zoom out on that one. <laughs> Uriah Heap. Is not I wonder it's like what's I think Urban a black Heap? pick guard would be a good way to tie some of the black and chrome together though. Right. Yeah. I think you're probably right about that. You're wrong about everything else, though. Oh, everything okay. else. Everything. Dude, get this Slade. Oh no, Slade. Never mind. I thought it was Slayer. I'm I know. I saw that one too. Slay, Slade. Or ACDC back in black. No. And Chrome. You could write and Chrome on it. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, send the link of the Reddit thing of the dude. Uh, it's just boring. He just put like a tortoise shell pit guard on it, and then he put actual Mustang. Oh, he like turned it into a Mustang. He like uh, put the switches on and everything. Oh uh, yeah. 
Can, so, can you do that without routing, do you think? I don't know if the route goes that. high enough to get the switches in normally. Let's see. All it, all it is is an after picture. Let's see. It doesn't show any mm. gut shots or anything. That is bull crap. I'm going to buy this freaking red mirror pit guard from Great Britain. Oh, nice. If you don't sure. know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there. Five-way. It's great. Have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot. Brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch coal in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Yeah. Okay. Should we do my game? I can't believe they put this ghetto single ply pit guard on this guitar. I can. I can absolutely believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it too. Nothing surprises me less than that. <laughs> I'd be shocked if they put a three ply one on. Yeah, I would. I probably would be. I'd be like, wow, that's a nice pit guard. Yeah, they went out of their way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Do they all have the same white pit guard? I think they do, huh? Every mm-hmm. color. Yeah, I think so. They just made a million of them. All right. And you know what I think guard, we should do it's now? It's like rough, too. Like they didn't do a good job finishing it. Yeah. Like if you ask your dog, hey, how does this pit guard feel? <laughs> yeah. You'd say, say rough. <laughs> like your mother likes it. <laughs> That's what my dog would say. Oh, Woody. Mm-hmm. Oh, your dog's name is Woody? I was just joking. How's dumb. your dog, Phil? Uh, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lab puppy, which is, is a not tough thing to I deal was with. Expecting. Is he Dude, Labrador, Labrador puppies are intense. Yeah. Yeah. They're very dumb. They're aggressively dumb. And they're like big. Yeah. Yeah, they're too big. And they like to good. eat everything. Yes. But Let's once see. he's like after he turns like two, after like two years, then he's gonna be like the best dog. Yeah, just hang on. Holy out crap, it's gonna take two years. Two years. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dogs are puppies for for like two years. He just ruined Phil's day. <laughs> <laughs> after like two years, he'll be fine. <laughs> what is the worst thing that he does, Phil? <laughs> yeah, like he it, We've got like a like a pin for him in the living room, and he's pin? yeah like a little like one of those baby cages kind of things. A pen, like, I think you mean a a pin. No, it's like a, a quill pen. Quill pen. He's just he writes he things he, with it. He, he won't write anything. His, he puts it on his jean jacket. Oh, it's like a pin. A pin. Like a button. Like a brooch. Exactly. Uh, and um. He he's decided recently, hey, wait a minute. I don't want to be in this thing. <laughs> yeah, this thing sucks. It's tiny. Yeah. There's a whole world out there. Yeah. But then when we let him like hang out with us, then he just chews the S out of everything. Yep. Yeah. Which is why we keep him in the pen. In the pen. <laughs> thing about so, puppies is like 
they do a lot of crappy things and the only thing they do well is be cute it's like yeah it's not a great (laughs) trade-off right all the bad stuff and the only good thing is you're cute (laughs) but he just got his his last uh shots for the for his nice. first year for parvo so he can go on walks and stuff now. yes so yeah that'll now, help take him outside now i take him outside and then like and he like the, <laughs> the i took him in last week and he was like the the uh, vet was like um he's very overweight and i was like <laughs> oh really yeah like yeah he so you're feeding you him exercise? way too much and uh so like we've been taking him on walks around the block and uh, he can't make it around the block. <laughs> oh no. Serious? Yeah. Your dog he, is obese. He gets too tired. <laughs> I mean, he is a puppy, right? Yeah. He gets tired. See, and so then I have to like, I feel part like of my opinion is biased. Cause my dog, like it's half Australian shepherd, which are known for just having like endless energy. Yeah. And I can go rollerblade for like two miles with her. And she's still, and she's tiny. She's, she only weighs like eight pounds. So her legs are tiny and she'll just like run the whole time and just love it. Well, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) So get your dog out running, Phil. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to acclimate. Do you swim? Does he swim? Yes. Nice. Does he like to? Uh, he, well, he, cause he's too little to like climb in the pool by himself. Sounds like he'd probably float pretty well though. So, (laughs) So when we, we grab Have you him and enrolled him in Alpha Mu yet? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it Omega Omega Mu? Omega Mu. Um, Omega Mu. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Stop fat shaming Phil's dog, Aaron. All right, you want to play a game? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't want to hear more about his dog. What are you saying about him swimming? And then we can go on. So he's like <laughs> He he, he likes jump to swim. In the pool himself? No, he won't jump in yet. He's too scared. Um, That's good because like, my 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 grandma had a lab and he jumped in the pool once and now he is terrified of water. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Like the first time he saw a pool, he just ran and dove in, yeah. and it freaked him out. And he's now you like won't go in the water at all. <laughs> so you just carry him in or whatever? Yeah, we have to pick him up and put him in. How much does then, he weigh? He's up to like, I think he's probably 50, 60 pounds. What? That cannot be true. Didn't, didn't the vet mention how much he weighed when he was saying how fat he is? I don't remember. I mean, that's that if he's severely how overweight, easily 50 can pounds you pick him up? like not. No, wrong. 60 pounds. Like labs, they no, don't get much not more 60. than that. There's no, yeah, around. you're right. There's no way he's 60. But he might be. Even if well, it depends like on how big they are. Yeah, their weight does depend on how big they are, Aaron. Well, I'm saying like <laughs> I. <laughs> Most labs don't get much more than sixty pounds, though. Mm-hmm. He, no, they said he's going to get ninety. Yeah, I was going to say eighty and ninety is not yeah. unheard of for labs. Yeah. So if he's fifty, as so like wouldn't a, be fifty at sixteen weeks. But he's grown a lot, and if he's severely overweight. <laughs> 50 might be but i would probably you're no, i mean i would agree with you 50 pounds that it's a lot i'll weigh him i'll weigh him after this and let you guys yeah, know. good luck okay 
What do you mean good luck? He's kind of a jerk. Good luck. Is he going to let you put him on a scale? No, I'm going to weigh myself, and then I'm going to weigh myself holding uh, him, and then I'm going to do some freaking simple math. That's I can't even do that with do. my dog because she weighs so little that like it's below it the level of precision on my scale, you know? Oh, man. So, yeah. I think I okay. might upgrade the string trees on my Mustang, too. Yeah, the string trees suck. You can get American standards string guides for six ninety nine, which seems yeah. like a good deal. They're very cheap. Phil, maybe I'll get mastery ones. I'm sorry your dog is kind of a jerk, but I bet he's yeah. also very cute. Dude, get mastery. That would be really funny to get mastery string trees. <laughs> How much are they? Like eighty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think they sell them anymore, but no, they're twenty five dollars each. What? Oh. <laughs> so that is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it is for like a squire, but I guess if you're building like a four thousand dollar guitar, it's like not spending twenty five bucks on a string tree is not that big of a deal. I guess. But also, if you're building a four thousand dollar guitar and you have a string tree on it, yeah, like design maybe that's a, a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, are you gonna get black ones? No. Oh, I should. You should. All right, I'll do that. I'm going to look it up. No red ones. Get red ones. That I'd be shocked if somebody I just feel like if they're the painted red, red they're going to look terrible. Trees. No, they should like, be I like I can't imagine a smaller potential market <laughs> for a guitar accessory. I mean, I guess I'm making a red mirror see. pickguard for a Mustang, so. Okay. Uh, Everyone get a CNC machine and just start making custom pickguards. Can't be that hard. You just like buy the raw material and then have a bunch of different just templates. Do it, dude. Yeah. Maybe I should just quit being such a wussy about it and just do it. Here's some <laughs> metal lore roller string my trees. What color are they? They're red? black. Oh. No, they're black. Did you find some red ones? No. Keep talking. I'm going to Google it. Let's start the game. Okay. Start your game, okay. Phil. Okay. This game is called okay. Guess. That pedal review. Googled red string trees and it's telling me what red strings on trees means. What it means when you <laughs> tie a red string around a tree. <laughs> Is it like if someone died there or something? I don't know. I think it's like anti-drugs or something. Oh. Hugs, not drugs. Okay, this first review is by I Endicott. There's a five-star review titled Dated But Iconic Pedal. Okay. TS9. United States on June 27th. DL4. 2020. So this pedal has maintained such a high price by virtue of having been played by many of the prolific guitarists of the 90s. Okay. By now, oh, it's actually a vintage pedal and a very good one aside from some durability issues. Mm. But to be frank, there are many more modern options that will give you a lot of the same functionality you will find here with improvements. The looper is limited compared to it's dedicated loop pedals yeah. and the programmable boards <laughs> with built-in wah expression pedals 
are in the price range. All that being said, I love this pedal. It's endless hours of the kind of playing that sparks new ideas and has really transformed my own playing. Is it the line six deal line four? Six deal four. <laughs> yes. Boom. <laughs> I guessed it with no, nothing but the You guessed it with nothing, and I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to ignore him and keep reading. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 69 points for Cole. Okay. How many stars is that review? Three. Five stars. Oh, he didn't seem like that impressed with it to <laughs> know, five stars. Exactly. He's like, it has its drawbacks, but it's like, okay, well, then why are you giving it five? Yeah. This is the least glowing five-star review we've had. Okay. This review is by Sean Arnold. Five stars. Small, inexpensive pedal with a monster sound. Reviewed in the United States on September 20th, 2018. Just got the pedal name today, and I'm blown away. I've been on a quest to get that crunchy metal tone with not much luck until now. It's got a large tonal range from that crunchy sound to an overdrive muddy sound. It really gets you a large palette to work with so players that don't need a quote metal sound could use this for a great quote rock distortion it's also got a low boost or a high boost for even more range i've been wanting to check this pedal out for a while because it was inexpensive and from what i saw on the company website it sounded like the pedal i had been searching for it comes with a nine volt battery adapter for those that use only batteries i've used it with an ac adapter and there was absolutely zero noise it's a nice compact pedal design with quality construction which i love for having a small footprint pedal board bottom line is this pedal rivals any high-end expensive pedal out there you can't beat what you get for the price i'll be checking out the company's pedals to make up my micro pedal footboard don't hesitate you won't be disappointed now everyone can afford to rock hmm. is it a a uh, wampler no is it an exotic sl drive uh no. Is it a plain SL drive? No. Is it a domestic XL drive? <laughs> no. Is I'd never a... I have never heard of this pedal. Oh, oh nice. Is it an MI crunch box? Or is it a good no. place to start? Is it a is brand it a that we MXR? would know? I don't think it's a brand that you know. <laughs> oh god. Did you consider that when you chose this for your game, Phil? I did. And like I just went right ahead. DL4, and then I'm going to pick some random piece of crap. Yep. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to do the two least fun options. Instantly recognizable and completely unintelligible. To be I'm fair, you didn't instantly recognize I'm just kidding. Yeah, just, Aaron. I said I'm just kidding. 
oh well then all is forgotten as long as you just say just kidding <laughs> i did instantly recognize it upon reading of the review yeah that's true so is it is it just like some chinese brand that is a knockoff it's a brand i'm just gonna okay it's a brand called ex i've never heard of that before oh i've seen that but i don't know what like it seems like i've seen the thing the artwork is cool yeah they're just like all the other this just another line of mini compact pedals yeah i'm 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 curious what like it, I'm sure it's a knockoff of something else. So I'm curious what it is. Yeah. So this is, it's called the Inferno, the EX the Inferno. EX Inferno. <laughs> EX Inferno metal distortion pedal. I mean, it could just be like a metal zone. What color is it? Oh, oh my gosh, that's intense, dude. That is rad. I know. Oh, you know what's funny is there's the EX Inferno, and then there's also the Eno Inferno. And it looks exactly the same. Well, EX, the same really? like I think it's the same brand. Because if you look up EX pedals, it shows them as Eno pedals. I think they might have just changed their name or something. Uh, Dude, that pedal looks awesome. <laughs> That's freaking awesome artwork. Yeah, why is the artwork so rad? The title of the, the product on Amazon is X Inferno Metal Distortion Pedal Mini Format for Shrill Metal Leads, Deep Punchy Distortion, or Total Metal Chunk. <laughs> that's the that's the title so good, total metal chunk and it's like it's shipping locally too i mean it says one day shipping for me level because that's tone. like the downside a lot of those pedals they ship from china and so yeah mine right says get it, it by tuesday mine says get it tomorrow yeah mine says get it tuesday oh, okay okay Dude, that looks that is a very cool looking pedal. Like I love that they just embrace the ridiculousness. <laughs> well, did you look at it from the side? Uh uh-uh. uh. Because it's got like this weird like divider between the main pedal huh. and the base what plate. Is that? Oh yeah. It's just like a, a chrome lip. Yeah, like sticks out though. It's a cool a chrome lip ring. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. There's a picture of the deep, battery plugged in. Of a battery plugged in. Does it come with a battery clip? It comes yeah. with that thing. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Specifically That's mentioned what... that in the review too. Yes. You have, you have to have rubber band to tape it onto the top. <laughs> Remember that one? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh, those are good times, dude. I had an Eno. Um, I think it was called the AD6. It was an analog voice d- delay. That thing was freaking cool, and it was really cheap. EX pedals. Okay, I love some of the questions. <laughs> the The top question on here: Do you need anything other than this thing and a guitar to make the sound? Question. <laughs> Does it just plug into the guitar and begin to work? I'm not a musician. <laughs> then why are you on here asking questions? <laughs> But also, like, is he one. is he expecting this guitar pedal to actually make noise and like not have to plug it into a speaker of any kind? Because that's pretty great. Guitar pedals, they reply. This is like such a nice person, Jimmy Yamagishi. Guitar pedals such as these are designed to enhance the sound of an existing instrument slash amplifier system. 
and are not a standalone device. Have a great day. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> Their website, exgear.com, says, Okay, check this guy a out. A pedal for every occasion. <laughs> okay, check, check this guy out who's like trolling freaking EX guitar distortion, Inferno distortion reviews questions from ignorant people. Well, I can break it down for you, comma. I was a pro guitar player back in the hard rock era of the 70s and 80s. Oh, man. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. This simple setup would just would be just using your mini pedal. From your amplifier, output A, run a guitar cable to output oh gosh, B what a into your jerk. mini pedal. What an idiot. This thing is like, he wrote like a whole page. I like Turn this on your question. Amplifier, zero to ten on the vol on the volume. Turn your volume up on your guitar. Hit the foot switch on your MIDI pedal and make some music. Oh my Enjoy. Gosh. Play with the settings on the MIDI pedal to get your sound. Now here's the most important thing: using the Eno adapter plug that came with your pedal. Plug a nine volt battery, and the other end of the adapter must be plugged into the top center pin mail, looking at the top front face of the pedal. You'll see a very small opening. Gently push that end of the adapter into the mail pin to then have power yeah gently though gently take it easy push it in gently i like this question (laughs) is it is the sound metal enough (laughs) 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 and then jimmy responds it is specifically designed for over the top metal (laughs) is the sound metal enough (laughs) I wonder if Jimmy works for them because he responded as, to a bunch of things, questions. I know he must because he obviously like he's going through the details of how to plug in the stupid battery thing. He's just like reading from some or he's like a bot. <laughs> this is good. Where is this question? Where is this made slash manufactured? Jimmy says these are built in Shenzhen and supported here in California. So if you ever have a question or issue, you can hit us back on our Facebook page for a quick response from both end users and our own staff here. And then someone named Sincelli Tony replied, China. <laughs> <laughs> and the China one is one day after the other one. I know. <laughs> oh, that's so great. So I like EX the one gears. that says, is it as good or better than a Boss DS1? That's the gold <laughs> standard. So EX Gears has a real true metal tone. Has uh <laughs> They have um, T-shirts that say mm-hmm. EX Gear on them, and that made me think, "Ooh, I want, I want a T-shirt of my favorite Chinese knockoff pedal, Joyo." So I went to Joyo to see if I could get a T-shirt, but they don't. But then I sent you guys the picture of the of their the first thing I saw on their website. So check that out. I send it in the chat. This episode is brought to you by the Sinusoid Custom Shop. Sinusoid Custom Shop is capable of doing pretty much whatever you want for your cables. Um, they can make cool like tech flex combinations. They can make right angle on one end and a noiseless jack on the other end. They can do pretty much whatever you want. They got their speaker cables in there. They have also have a really cool builder. You go on the website. You can design whatever you want. Uh, if you want a snake to put all your stuff in a loom together, you can do that there. If you want something wild out of the box, send them an email. They can do it. They do all kinds of crazy stuff all the time. And if you join our Patreon, you get a special discount for anything you buy from Sinusoid, including the custom shop. So tell them we sent you. You won't regret it. Sinusoid.com. Why is that? <laughs> what the heck? 
That is such a strange. What the crap? So for for all of our viewers at home that aren't looking at this, the go to the Joyo website right now. Is she like making out with the guitar? Joyo audio. There's a woman oh, yeah, in a cocktail dress with her back to the camera. Oh, that might be a, like a nightgown even. Lying like on her side. Gown. She's embracing AKA a guitar. Pajamas. She's embracing a guitar that we can't see, but then she's got her hand draped over her shoulder. You can see like the bottom of the guitar, as it were. Yes. It's just, it's, it's obvious enough that she's, she's embracing this guitar. It's a Stratocaster. But the guitar is mostly covered up. But then with her other hand, she's got her hand over her shoulder, holding a Joyo pedal in full view of the camera. But you know what it looks like? Remember when you used to do that thing where you would like turn around from your friends and then be like, yeah, like pretend, pretend you're making out with yourself? <laughs> yes, that's but what she's doing. That's what she's hand. doing with the, but she has the pedal in her hand. But she's got the, yes, instead of. Why? It's very strange. It's so weird. And it's for an eight in one analog ODNDS, the bot and, scene. And the, the like slide through of all the other photos. Are, are more what you would expect they're from a pedal normal, gear. Yeah, they're There's just normal, normal pedals. guitars and amps and stuff. <laughs> That's so weird. That is super weird. What in the world? So anyway, Joyo like, does not Green have... Child come up with this picture? <laughs> yeah. Joyo does not have t-shirts for sale, unfortunately, on their website. Oh, dang. I know. What about Hotone? Ooh, I should check that one. What do you think about the Joyo Beale Street amp? Uh, I don't know what that is. Is it like one of those little Hotone Nano amps? No, it's a tube amp. They have the Beale Street, which is like a small 12, I think it's a 12 watt head. Huh. And they have the 40 watt Bourbon Street. I think they're supposed to be like blue style guitar amps, but I don't know what they're based on. Ooh, I have one more review to read. Hit us with it. Okay. I, really I think it's like a, website, like a but... tweed champ or something. Okay. This review is by, this is the third and final review du jour. Uh, this is by DJ. It is Damn. a five-star review. And it is titled, titled, Desert Island Drive Pedal. United States, September 13th, 2018. The review is as follows. I am trying to populate a Pedal Train Nano Plus with five all analog pedals that will take batteries and cover all my basic needs. Doing this is a challenge in the least and maybe impossible when it is all said and said, you want it all run on batteries. That's probably when it is all said, a done. Said a done. When it is all said, a done. I, I chose this pedal to cover my drive needs because it is small, takes a battery and has so many options and versatility that whatever situation I find myself in, I am sure this pedal could be configured to do what I needed it to do. What good is a versatile pedal 
if it does not sound awesome. This pedal sounds great. The two sides are distinct in sound, but com complement one another and stack well. Side A sounds more compressed, softer, and more, quote, vintage to my ears. Side B sounds drier, brighter, and more modern by comparison. Each mode of uh, each mode of each side is also distinct. The fuzz on side A does not sound anything like the overdrive of side A or the boost. However, you mm. will find the characteristics I mentioned for side A above like more compressed, softer, and more vintage sounding across all modes of on side A. I think this is a great I think this is great in that it, if you want a clear fuzz sound into a softer drive sound, question mark, <laughs> choose side B, fuzz into side A drive. Want a more modern drive sound that can be boosted to drive the front of an amp for a solo? Choose side B drive into side A boost. Of course, you can also run them parallel but I like stacking them as I have found that by keeping both sides as different levels of overdrive, I can get three distinct drive sounds out of this pedal. Side A alone, side B alone, and both together, <laughs> all great usable tones. Jeez. If this pedal has a downside, it is that there are so many options. Yep. It may take you a while to wrap your head around all of the combinations and the way the two drive circuits interact with one another if you are stacking. However, oh I think it is well worth the cost of admission as you have two yeah. configurable drives that can be a fuzz, overdrive, or boost in any combination housed in an unbelievably small enclosure with uh, presets yep. And MIDI, yep. should you need it. I know it. exactly what it is. What For it is. me, brand name is the future of guitar pedal yep. design. I even and now this know more may what it is. be the last drive pedal that you I or I ever need. It's brothers. It's the Chase Bliss Audio Brothers. You are correct, Analog Aaron. Analog gain stage pedal. Aaron is correct. Yes. I said it first. You didn't say Chase Bliss, though. Dude, yeah. he's running a freaking Brothers off of a off battery. of a battery. <laughs> I mean, it. You probably can, but I wonder how much it. I wonder how much draw it actually has because it's. It's got to be pretty high. Yeah, I was gonna say because it's overdrive, but it's also got all the like digital stuff happening on yeah. it. Yeah, there's a whole lot of yes. Dude, that pedal is pretty freaking cool, though. I know. I've I've been tempted to get one here and there. Oh, it says it's think, only 60 milliamps. That's not bad. I borrowed one from someone and I remember really enjoying like the parallel mode. Yeah. Because you can run one as like a relatively clean boost, which is like a little bit of dirt on it. And then the other one has a fuzz and like mix them together and it sounds really cool. Yeah. They're still so expensive. Yeah, fifty. I mean, the thing is, though, like, so yes, it is obviously expensive, but like, there's other overdrive pedals that cost almost as much. 
or more. Like the Jackson Audio Bloom is three twenty nine. I think you could make the argument though. These the, the it literally is two. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like two the, pedals. So like it's definitely expensive, but one twenty five for one pedal and one twenty five for another pedal. One seventy five. Yeah, they're three. Oh yes, what's that? Three fifty. Uh, yeah, that's kind of pushing it, dog. It's not. Know. It's definitely not cheap. I'm not. Like, there's yeah, no way you can certainly say it's not, cheap. It's comparative with like other. But it's not like teams. insane. Like what's the like a JHS double barrel is like three fifty new too or three seventy nine. Right. So like double overdrives in the boutique world, three fifty is not unheard of. And I'm sure that the double barrel does not do all the stuff that this one can do. Well, no, it doesn't do anything. It's just a tube screamer and a drive yeah it's 315 but like still though yes it's for the extra 35 bucks you get all the digital stuff and brothers brothers would be so good for my little mini board too you know which chase bliss pedals i really want or pedal i really want is the condor like that one still speaks to me i know and it's i played with that at nam a couple years yeah it's amazing it's really cool Hotone does not have shirts, you guys. Um, I sent you a link to a Hotone shirt on Reverb. <gasps> what? It's, in your, it's an XL, unused, brand new. Unused, huh? Unworn. <laughs> brand Unworn. new. I need a large. Unworn? It's only 10 bucks though. You could sleep in it. I need a large. Shut up. I'm just kidding. The cool thing about the Chase Bliss pedals too is with the dip switches, you can make almost any of them into a tremolo. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> because all you have to do is like pan the volume. Yeah. Like they ramp the volume up and down. Mode. Yeah. They it's pump crazy. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Maybe and with the the condor, you could even do like a harmonic trim because it has the filter thing. It's a filter pedal too, so. I want I want hmm. it, and it looks cool because it's white. Now you're speaking my language. And it has a black condor, black bird on it, a condor. And the condor is my favorite, nearly my favorite endangered California bird. Your favorite of all the predatory birds. Of all the predatory and endangered California raptors. All the birds of prey. It's not a bird of prey, though. Are they? I is thought it? they were scavenged. I think they're oh, maybe scavengers. It's a, yeah, you're right. Condors? That's not a, that's yeah, not a bird yeah. of prey. Yeah. Birds of prey attack living things. Is that yes. how that works? Yes. And then... They prey. And then sca- But scavenging is not praying? Today. No, they don't <laughs> kill anything. That's why we pray. What you call dumb pray. pray? The dumb reason that I should be brothers is because I have so many pedals, so many drive pedals. That like this would be the type of thing where it's like, oh, you can sell all your other drive pedals and just get this. Yeah, and like, you wouldn't oh, do it. Do that. I'm not gonna do that. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a cool pedal, though. Got to pray. If I had that, that and the Bubbletron and the Iridium 
and the Earthquaker Dispatch Master. That's a pretty killer <laughs> pedal board. That is pretty killer. My other problem with overdrive is like I could sell some overdrive pedals from like a need a needability standpoint. Yeah. But like almost all the overdrive pedals I have were built by friends. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm that's where I'm at. <laughs> I like need, which one of these would I sell? I wouldn't want to sell any of them. I wonder if I can get a need like, a pedal wonder, to hug and kiss. <laughs> could I could I sell my dookie pedal for a lot, do you think? A pedal to? A pedal to hug and kiss? Um, <laughs> Dude. Let me see what they go for on reverb. Fifteen. There's one on. You think? That's you think the, you can get cheapest, like two fifty for it? One on reverb is three hundred. Someone has theirs listed for six seventy five. What an idiot! <laughs> that person is like, a dumb dumb. But you can also oh, because it's the V one, the V two yeah. and V three, you can get relatively cheap. But exactly. The full paint one. Have have they sold? I wonder. It is a good pedal, but yeah. Price guide. Six seventy five. Come on, Peter. It looks like they all do sell for like high two hundreds. Hmm. I should probably do that. Would you, or would you feel bad if you sold it? No. Would you feel bad? Dude, the last one that sold I would feel poorly. <laughs> there's a there's two that have sold for over three hundred dollars in the last month. They must yeah, I don't know. Three seventy nine and three forty five. That's the sold like price. That, do you think it's like places that like had international shipping or something like that? And they and they paid Does that include shipping for, though? Uh it didn't used to. It says prices exclude shipping. No, but I'm and just saying like a lot of sellers just don't even offer international shipping. So maybe the ones who did could charge more. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like to sell to someone out of the country. Yeah, exactly. Huh, maybe. Mine's not still in the plastic. Some of these are. I do still have the box and everything though. How dumb would you feel if you bought one for three seventy nine ninety nine on August eighth and then the next person bought one for two fifty on August tenth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's so weird. I wish like eBay you can see, like you can actually look at the listings that sold. I wish mm. Reverb was like that. <laughs> but yeah, two like two between two hundred and two fifty is pretty normal. I bet you could get two fifty no, for dude, it. Between two fifty and three hundred. Oh there's yeah, one that's less than two. The one is the there's one that sold for two hundred, and that seems to be an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, dude. And they're selling it. They sell a bunch. There's several that sell every month yeah. for like. Yeah. And if you look at July, almost every one in July was over three hundred. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. They've gone up though, because the ones in June were like low two fifty, low two hundreds. Huh. Yeah, I wonder if they're like. Should hang on to it, I guess. That's weird. It's so funny, like that pedal. <laughs> wow. Well, there's no like reason never... to buy that one. What's that? Just get the, there's no reason to buy that one. Just get like the cheap one. Yeah. And also, I like, mean, have you even heard cool. anyone 
I don't know. There's been like very little buzz around that pedal in general. Yeah, I think there was more buzz before it came out than after. Yeah. Probably just because it's not that amazing. Yeah. It also has really tiny knobs, which is weird. I think the reason they did that on the original one is so you could see more of the artwork. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. And it looks, it yeah, looks it makes it, it less makes weird on the original. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, that's very tiny. Oh yeah, I put those little pedal stickers on mine too. To like okay, guys. settings. What Phil? I have to go. No, you don't. You lie. You are a liar. Hey Phil. Thank you, friendship. Guys, check out our Instagram at the Gear Slum. Check out if you want to see some upgrades, updates of our Mustang builds, um, oh, yeah. check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Patreon, where you can give us money. Mm. Check us out in person, where you can also give us money. Mm. Feel free to pay, just PayPal me some money. Feel free. Feel free. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <that. laughs> this room is feel free. <laughs> Your hands are feel free. Clean your hands, they'll feel free. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. (laughs) Thanks for friendship.